0: Ooh, what's up internet? My name is David Webb. I'm
1: Arielle Edwards. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you.
0: That's right. Guys, it's Mimosa Monday.
1: It's Mimosa Monday. You know what that means, right? I do know what that means. I'm not gonna lie, I'm very scared.
0: This, um, <laughs> this is actually a very nice <laughs> bottle of champagne, um, that was given to us as a gift. Um, uh,
1: like, like, yeah, like a wedding, a housewarming gift.
0: No, this was our wedding gift. Yeah, 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 from my uncle. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know anything about champagne, so it could be very good, and I just, like, wouldn't know. Uh, um, but thank you.
0: For my brothers, this is from Uncle Tom, uh, who isn't actually our uncle. Um, but, um, We call him Uncle Tom because we love the guy. So we're just gonna, we're gonna get drunk on stream. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Because
0: we have a big announcement at the end of the show, y'all. So stick around for that. It's gonna be fun.
1: We're very excited. Oh my God, I'm scared.
0: Gets helmet ready for Gorgon (laughs) Muddles. Oh, Muddles, I love you. All right, here we go. Bet. What's the bet, King Brent? What's the bet? What's the bet? It's too late now. (laughs) It's too late now.
1: Jesus Christ. That was so loud. It hit the ceiling. I'm so sorry for the people who are <laughs> listening to the podcast afterwards.
0: Someone please clip that. I need that clip. Mostly for the noise that you made. I'm
1: sorry, that's the ground. Right, pr- pr- it the did champagne. not hit the light. So I've never made a mimosa before. Like, how much do I put in? Like half and half? Um,
0: yeah, half and half. Like that's strong, but that's good. I'm a, I'm a fan of half and I'll half. i be like, that is strong. Okay, we're drinking. Okay, well, you're gonna Can I have, have that one. Absolutely. Uh, it's behind the couch. I heard it land behind the couch.
1: Yeah, it's it's back there somewhere. We're not gonna go looking for it right now.
0: Nope. Um, I'll have
1: a little bit less.
0: Okay. So we're celebrating a few things today, y'all. Uh, we're celebrating Nerdy Nightly because no. <laughs> um this is we're we're in like month 4 of our company. Yeah. We're in our second month of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um you know there's just there's like good there's good shit going in the world right now. Yeah. And um we wanted to share that with you. Also we have an announcement. We thought we'd make something out of this. Stick around after the show because we will be doing our the the,
1: the newly newlywed game. game. Yes. With
0: friends. So First. you guys can watch and see how well we know each other after getting married as fast as we did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Courtesy of Fred. Thank you for sending that to us. We're very excited to play. Oh, dear.
0: And here we go. Uh, as you can see, we have our Mandalorian glasses ready because we are obsessed with the Mandalorian. Cheers. Cheers. This is the way. This is the way. Oh, those that's strong. Oh, oh this is really good. This is really good. <laughs> Y'all, yeah, we're going to get lit
1: Cheers, friends.
0: The funniest part of this whole video to me is that i have a ray
1: <laughs> skywalker band-aid band-aid on, on my hand <clears throat> all right let's jump into the news
0: yeah um so y'all for those of you who are following the american box office we have interesting news coming out of amc who recently went through another process of selling off their stocks to raise 47.7 million dollars in hopes that they'll be able to continue operations until new movies come out, Mm -hmm. Um, as they are trying to avoid going into Chapter 11 bankruptcy uh, and uh, having to go through that process. And The reason I wanted to talk about this is, it's a Monday morning, and here's the thing. Eventually, on this show, Monday mornings are going to be a little nerdy, because we're the nerdy nightly.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
0: I want to talk about box office, and I want to talk about how much money movies are making at the box office, and the problem is... um, there's a lot of box office right now. Mm-hmm. There, there just isn't, let's be honest. Yeah. And um, that's a problem for these companies that we love because we yeah. love going to the movies and mm-hmm. we love movies and cinema and the the, the experience. But um, the, and Miller brings up, uh, Hero of Wind in the chat says chapter 11 sounds pretty bad. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to talk about this because okay. people are bandying about this idea that AMC is going into chapter 11 bankruptcy. And I kind of want to break down why that isn't the end of the world and why people are why that's not the worst thing um there are two very common types of bankruptcy that you hear about with companies a lot Mm -hmm. right there's chapter seven bankruptcy which is bad (laughs) chapter seven is end of the company bad if you file for chapter seven bankruptcy you're essentially gone um chapter 11 bankruptcy is a process a legal process in american court Mm -hmm. where you basically go to the court and you say and I'm paraphrasing this a lot. I'm not a legal scholar. Yeah. <laughs> Take this with a grain of salt.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Nothing we say in here you can use in any legal sense. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing
0: the, the most brilliant... Thank you for that posture check, Broken Pirates. Uh, I'm paraphrasing the brilliant minds of YouTube that I've been watching. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chapter 11, you go to the court and you say, Hey, we're, we're out of money. Like, we're in a bad way. We owe people money. We have all this debt that we can't pay back help us figure this out and so you come up with a plan to minimize your debt or have some of your debt temporarily forgiven you basically work with the people you owe money to Mm -hmm. to come up with a strategy to move forward right and so frequently in chapter 11 bankruptcy as we've seen with banks as we've seen with airlines especially a lot of airlines have gone through chapter 11 bankruptcy Mm -hmm. they survive it they come out the other side especially in a situation like this where it looks like AMC's situation is temporary.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: AMC We're hoping. AMC's going into this with the strength of being able to say, "Hey, we came, we fell into this financial position through no fault of our own." Yeah. We didn't have a business problem. Yeah. We had a global pandemic. Yeah. And personally, I would love to see the American government uh, step in and give some sort of financial assistance to AMC and Regal. I think that the movie industry is important. Um, I, they, they employ so many people. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's the, if AMC and Briegel went away, it's tens of thousands of jobs that are suddenly gone.
1: Yeah. That's Um, a lot of people who kind of get screwed over.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, as, as this story has been developing, I just wanted to bring it up on the show just to say chapter 11 bankruptcy, if they announce it is not the end of movies. Yeah. Uh, it is going to be a difficult process and it's a long process. It's not quick. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, AMC, I, I truly, I truly believe AMC is going to be okay.
1: Yeah. Especially, like, you know, they're not just, like, thrown in the towel or whatever. They're like, no, this is uh, this is the point where we need to work through things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's true that, like, this is really no fault of their own. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's an unfortunate, like, tragedy that has kind of affected, well, it has affected the whole world. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I guess we'll just... I don't know. Um,
0: We're just going to have to wait and see, really. Yeah. Um, it, for those of you who have been with the Nerdy Nightly since before Claris ride when I, it was just me doing the podcast um, by myself, talking alone in a room for hours, um, it was a fun time. Uh, I was very depressed and single. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, AMC is my favorite movie company. Um mostly because of A-List Plus. I, on that show, I constantly talk about, uh, I talked a lot about how A-List Plus was the best way to go to the movies. Mm -hmm. And I was such a like proud member of that little community of people who go see the movies a lot. And AMC made that possible. AMC in New York made it possible for me to see a lot of foreign films that I just never would have been able to see. Um, like, Nietzsche, this That's animated film from China.
1: Eric oh my gosh. Hey, Raven! Good morning!
0: But! <laughs> he's gay. I mean, no, he's, he's gay. He's, he's blind.
1: blind. <laughs> I can't believe how old that clip is. Like, you can tell from how, like, grainy it is that it's ancient. Anyways, you... <laughs> Thank you
0: for the biddies, Raven. <laughs> Cheers to you. This Cheers is the one. Cheers to way.
1: you. You were saying.
0: <laughs> so, it's just, you know, it's just, it's interesting to look at this, um the situation and, and and see this company that you know I really love I I I, I was a After
1: the break we're going to interview Eric
0: Yehmeyer. <laughs> What's up, Daddy Ham Candle? Thank, <laughs> Thank you for we the biddies. We appreciate vitties. that. Yes. <laughs> um, this company that I love, you know, I worked in a movie theater. Yeah, I did. I, I worked in a movie theater for three and a half years in high school, and it was I you know. We need these kind of jobs to exist. Yeah. These entry-level first jobs where people learn how to have a work ethic, how to have a boss, how to yeah. have...
1: How to be a boss. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> I
0: was a I was a manager and a, and a team leader and, you know, yeah. I got a lot of skills out of that.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: And when I was applying for colleges, that movie theater job on my resume really, really helped. Mm-hmm. Being like, I was a team leader. I ran this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just... uh, It just... I really... I really loved that. I really did. Yeah. Um, and...
1: Yeah, it, like movie theaters going away affects everyone on all scales. You know what I mean? Like this, mm-hmm. they. I am really glad that they are committed to like working this through. Cause yeah, losing movie theaters would be a huge blow.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: And yeah, like like you said, like you got so much experience. Yeah. From that like very first job that you had because the nice like you know movie theaters in that sense are, like like working there. Uh, a, most people could probably learn to do it. You know what I mean? They give you the training and you're able to do it and like that's like that's great experience for people to mm-hmm. learn and grow as people and excuse me, and in oh, this is why I don't drink carbonation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the burp stream, y'all.
1: I can't. I can't do it. Uh, Matt and um mm. Justin in the chat. They know that I usually stir the carbonation out of my drinks, but I don't have a straw. And so
0: this is I'm be just so gonna fun. keep
1: burping I'm so sorry <laughs>
0: Fanta good morning mimosa Mondays friends
1: cheers
0: um so here's um yeah no exactly what you're saying i I, I definitely want um I want the movie industry to survive and yeah. uh you know when I really think yeah. about like the movies to me, the movies are so many things. Yeah. They're, they're that first job for me. There's so many that first, first date. dates. So many first <laughs> dates, you know? Like... Yeah. Um, there's so many... There's just so many experiences that are... The, the, the movies have become a real social location in Western culture. Yeah. And, Absolutely. um... Yeah, I just... I don't know. Yeah, it's... It, to, to see these companies struggling really, really makes me sad. Everything struggling makes me sad, obviously. It's yeah. not just this. But, um... Uh but it's you know having said that i also just think i think they're going to be okay i think that yeah. AMC is doing things the way they have to right now yeah not the way they want to and yeah. they're going to come out the other they're side they're making just fine. it
1: work yeah and i think you know i think that they you know if you go to the government you like they're not an essential business for sure I but disagree. they well a slight I know chance of some <laughs> particip- <laughs>
0: participation participation
1: particip- per per it's, it's rain. rain. Thank you for the
0: follow. Game <laughs> level you for the single. Follow, appreciate that. Appreciate
1: it. Um, yeah, I mean, they're not essential in that like they are necessary for society to survive and progress. But mm-hmm. I think they are a huge part of our social community, and I think um, I really hope that the government, you know, does what they need to to try and help these companies to survive.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: really don't want movies to go away.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I, I really yeah, don't. Yeah. But I don't think they will because we're getting news like movies are still filming. The Batman, despite the recent... uh, So next story. uh, Despite the new lockdown in England, England has locked down for a month because of the rising COVID cases. Yep. But despite that, the Batman is going to continue filming. Yep. um, Because of the bubble that they've created, Um, they are going to continue filming uh, because they are self-contained. And they uh, have proven through whatever documents uh, that in light of Robert Pattinson's COVID treatment, Uh, I think that they hunkered down and they, like, closed their bubble even more than it already was. Great. Um,
1: That's great to hear. And
0: so I guess they have gotten... what They've proven that they are not a danger to the community and are going to be given permission to keep going. Hopefully, The Batman stays on track for its release next year.
1: Yes. Hopefully. Um, That is really good news. i Mm -hmm. like... Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, Robert Robert Pattinson... (laughs) Shush. Robert Pattinson getting COVID was obviously awful, mm-hmm. but I am glad that it is being taken seriously in a way that, you know, um, they were able to prove that they deserve to continue filming and, um, keep going. <laughs> I can't.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, right? Cause you know, there, <laughs> there is a thing where, um, there are all these film productions going on and you have to ask, like, is it, what are they valuable or are they dangerous? And yes, Robert Pattinson got COVID. Um, and, that's kind of the only one we've heard of, though. Like, yeah. um, there are so many films filming right now, and none of them are shut down. Yeah. The Red Notice, I think, is almost done filming the Gal Gadot, um, Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie, mm-hmm. which I am so excited for. Like, that cast is dope. Um, They, they had no problems. Tom Holland managed to finish the Uncharted movie mm-hmm. and start Spider-Man with no problems. So, like, people are making content. The the songbird trailer that we watched on Friday. I mean, we talked about whether it was questionable for the content to be made. Yeah. But the the movie was made without any positive tests. Yeah. And so, like, they're what all. So these... it
1: proves yeah. that, that it proves that this can be done. Yeah. You know, we have to be careful. Also, they're debating in the chat. It's been four times so far, guys. I'm just throwing that out there.
0: Um. <laughs> She's th- talking about her burps. Audio. <laughs> um.
1: No. For for um. It, this is good news. Because it it proves that um, it it proves that this can be done. You know, obviously there was like one or two like um, uh, mishaps or whatever it was, but like this is a good sign for people moving forward and for industries to continue to um, create.
0: And excuse me. (laughs) This is my favorite thing we've ever done. Oh my god! Uh, This is so great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, keep drinking, babe. <laughs> um, uh, Hero of Wind says, I don't know if I'll be able to enjoy Uncharted. It's difficult to see big actors in different roles for me. So you're saying that because it's Tom Holland, you're going to have a hard time seeing him as Nathan Drake. Miller. And that is... I get it.
1: Yeah, if it's already iconic in that sense, cheers, models. Cheers, models? It, it is. It is tough. It's like... Um... Oh, I'm trying to think... I'm trying to think of a good example. I don't know. It's... Well, for me... Like, could you imagine if they had to, like, recast... Um, cheers, thank you, Dagon. Could you imagine if they had to, like, recast um, Gandalf for The Hobbit or something like that? Yeah. You know, like, it would just... It, it's it's a big change. Like, it's a... It, like, I completely understand that weird... You know, when, when they had to replace um, Dumbledore... In the Harry Potter films,
0: because... But of... I think that worked.
1: Like, between movie two and three?
0: Yeah, like, you know, like, they, okay. they replaced them, but... I... I, I the, when I watched The Prisoner of Azkaban the first time, I wasn't like, what is happening? I was like, alright.
1: That's fair. I mean, like, when I was a kid, I was kind of like, oh, strange, okay.
0: When I watched the MCU, like, um, Don Cheadle appears as um, War Machine... And I'm not like, oh no, the MCU is broken. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm just like, oh, that's a shame, and like it happens, and especially with Michael Gambon. Um, wait. Michael Gambon was the one who passed away. Uh. Or Richard Harris.
1: Richard Harris passed, passed away, and away and was replaced with, replaced with Michael, by Michael Gambon. Um yeah. When when I think about Sorry. Richard Sorry.
0: Harris, I'm 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 you know, that's a tragedy. It's it's yeah. really sad to lose an actor like that, and For sure. I I'm not I'm not saying like I'm. I'm okay with it. I'm just saying that for the film mm-hmm. when films have to recast, it just it, it happens and you know, yeah. it's it's just reality of it.
1: And I think Cappy Archer makes a good point. It works because Dumbledore took a tonal shift in Prisoner of Azkaban, Man and Did
0: he ever?
1: Well, did he ever but Harry Potter,
0: <laughs> Did you put your name in non-goblet of okay. fire?
1: First of all, that's the goblet of fire that's not Prisoner. No, no, of no, no,
0: I know, I know. But I just <laughs> it's my favorite meme. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the poor audio listeners are like, oh god, ow! Um, no, it's so true though. But I think that's how you have to do it. I think you have to really distinguish. <laughs> oh <claim>. my god! <laughs> Cheers. Dumbledore said calmly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I the. Gone. the the point is definitely that, um, when something like that happens, I think you have to really distinguish the two from each other, Mm -hmm. you know, um,
0: the whole series took a tonal shift because Alfonso Cuaron, the director, yeah, made the best directed Harry Potter movie with the third one. It is, it's the best, like, cinematically made of the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Rob Rob, (laughs) Hatton, I love that you think that we have a speech volume leveler on this show.
1: I very, yeah, that's very kind of you. It's (laughs) very
0: kind of you (laughs) to think that this is a professional operation.
1: One day. We'll get there. Um,
0: You know, and and that was was by virtue of switching from Christopher Columbus, who is a family, a kids movie director. Not always. Like, Christopher Columbus has made amazing movies, but he was making kids movies Mm -hmm. with the first two Harry Potter films. And then Michael, or, uh, Alfonso Coron came in and was like, all right, now it's adult.
1: Yeah. And it definitely felt different. Um, and it was interesting. You know, the third was my favorite book, but um, mm-hmm. was not my favorite movie. Um, which, you, you know, that, that's fine. It, it was different. And honestly, I, I like, excuse me, what they did with it. Sorry. Yes. Oh, God. Um, but, this is
0: both our worst episode of the show and our best. <laughs>
1: Um, Hero of Wind is saying he's ha- has trouble seeing actors who are so well known for a role yeah, yeah. in other roles. That's what he's like, saying. He's
0: saying, like, it's hard for him to see, like um, Daniel
1: Radcliffe to Tom
0: Holland as Nathan yeah. Drake because he's Spider-Man. Because he's Spider-Man. Yeah.
1: hundred yeah, percent. And I think, like, that's, that's, that's totally fair. Anytime I see Ian McKellen, it's Gandalf.
0: Really? That one's different to me because he looks so different as Gandalf.
1: It's his voice.
0: Ian McKellen to me is Magneto.
1: That, that's fair. It's be- just his voice, he has this slight little, yeah. um, lisp. Mm-hmm. And his voice is so distinct, I can't, like, not picture the big beard and pointy hat, you But know?
0: to me, like, he, cause, just because he was Magneto for so much longer.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, he started yeah. being Magneto in 2000, and continued to play Magneto until 2000, and when was Days of Future Past? 2018? Was um, it that? <clears throat> hmm.
1: Was it two years ago?
0: No, it can't be. Excuse me. Four years ago? 2016, maybe? Mm-hmm. And then apocalypse was two thousand eight. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's all he's always gonna be Magneto just because like he was Magneto my whole life. He was he was Gandalf for a, a couple of years. Yeah. But like he was Magneto for you know it's the same with Hugh Jackman. Like Hugh Jackman was the Wolverine for like nineteen years.
1: Yeah. Of yeah, real see, world time. Seeing him and Les Mis was so weird. <laughs> I was like Wolverine. Like, I was like really that's a choice but that's a whole other the layman is a whole other conversation that mm-hmm. we really don't need to have this we want this to be a fun podcast
0: since we says i know another example being uh, game of thrones the actor of, the character of dario naharis switched actors from season three to four and i was completely thrown off at first
1: y- yeah that um, one
0: that one is especially weird because dario naharis wasn't he wasn't like established really well in season three as a no. character
1: he was like there for like 30
0: seconds. Because he's not important. Like, why yeah. would you give him more to do? There was nothing for him to do. But it is funny to be like, and this is the same person that you don't remember from last season.
1: Well, because there's so many people in Game of Thrones. That yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. you're like, I'm sorry, who? What was your name again?
0: It, it, that is a thing. It's different for me in a television show than it is in movies. Mm-hmm. In movies, it's it's so much easier for me to forgive. Like, between films, it I, I, I don't mind. Yeah. Because the film... If, to me, if it's a good movie... It lives within its franchise, but it also lives on its own, mm-hmm. um, and that's what the MCU has actually done really well to me. Is they're so interconnected, but the majority of the MCU films are really, really enjoyable individual experiences. Yeah. Um, except for like, there's a few that aren't. Uh, Iron Man Two kind of doesn't really work outside of being a setup for the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, Infinity War to me is kind of is is less enjoyable without Endgame. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. like the two of them together. I don't mm-hmm. really like them as much uh, separated, just because they are one story, totally. really. Um, and Endgame without Infinity War isn't as satisfying. Um, yeah. You really, because, like, you know, spoilers, friend game, i I assuming everyone's seen it. Like, everyone on Earth saw that freaking movie. Yeah. Um, When they kill Thanos at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. in Endgame, that moment is so. If you were to watch that movie on its own, That moment has nothing in it.
1: Yeah, you're like, what?
0: Whereas in the... If you go... Because I've done that a few times. Watching Infinity War into Endgame. When Thor cuts off Thanos' head, it is so emotionally satisfying Mm -hmm. following the events of Infinity War in a way that is just like... I love it. I yeah. love Endgame so much.
1: I would actually that would be a fun one for me to do cuz I don't I don't like Infinity War as much, but I would love to watch them going into each other mm-hmm. and like end strong. You know what I mean?
0: They they are they are a story uh for sure.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Rebel Trooper in the chat says Thanos did nothing wrong and now I'm worried?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm for my
0: health and safety. Slightly concerned. <laughs> Rebel Rebel went from like making emotes for the channel, being like a beacon of good to being the villain?
1: Yeah, wow. All right, Rebel. I see, see I see where this is going.
0: I always thought that Scanny was going to be the villain on this channel, but now it looks like Rebel Trooper is. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> he's gunning for that title.
0: Yeah, weird. Spoilers. Weird to see. Weird to see. You <laughs> hate. You hate to see it, friends.
1: I know. You either... What was that mm. meme that I saw today? It was like, you either... You live long enough. No wait.
0: Cheers, Dagon. Huh? You
1: you. What is it? You, what's that quote like? You. You
0: either die a hero or live long enough to see she yourself she become, become the villain. Sherlock
1: Holmes. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> or live long enough to see yourself become Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes.
1: Robert Downey Jr., Benedict Cumberbatch, and um, and um, Henry Cavill have all been Sherlock Holmes now.
0: Oh okay okay. <laughs> I was saying like the problem with that is that Benedict Cumberbatch was Sherlock Holmes first. <laughs> And then it became it, it, the hero? It, 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 psh, psh, <laughs> it's fine.
1: It made me laugh, okay?
0: <laughs> um, alright. We, we've gotten so far afield on this topic. Yeah, of, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? We're talking about movies. <coughs> Guys, drinking and doing a show at the same time is weird.
1: Yeah. No. Yes, it is. <laughs> um,
0: well, we actually... We have some really interesting news today that you found.
1: I found this news, yes. Um... Uh, Game of A Little Single, thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one who's seen that meme. Um, I found some news today as I was perusing the Twitter sphere, mm-hmm. Twitterverse, whatever the people call it. Um, and um so Kanye West gifted Kim Kardashian for her okay, alright, I see what we're doing. Um, for uh for her fortieth birthday, uh Kanye gifted her a hologram of her father, who mm-hmm. is deceased. Um and I watched the video of it and it's uh wow, it's wild. It's so weird. It, it 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 looks real. It it um it looks real. He's it's so touching. Um he like sings excuse me. Um he sings and dances in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's like he's like a human being in it. Um and it's um I I it, it was so weird to watch. Thank you King Brent. Yeah, 10, that was 2. Rebel got it right.
0: Um yeah, it's 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 interesting, right? Cuz like
1: like the future is now.
0: We saw a hologram recently, and I don't want to say where cuz it is kind of a spoiler for something nerdy and fun. True. <clears> yeah, <throat> we don't want to spoil <throat> that. We saw a hologram in real life. Yes, we did. With our own eyes. Yeah. That stopped me in my tracks.
1: It, yeah.
0: It was um It was so... It was bizarre to see it. It was so real and Mm -hmm. it was... it, It just... It was one of those things where I, for a moment, genuinely thought that I... That something was wrong with the world. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, my brain...
1: You're like, that's not on a TV screen. That's not a video that I'm watching that is a literal hologram. And it was. Yeah.
0: And it's light in air. And I was like walking, like I was trying to get another angle on it. So I was just trying to understand what was happening. Yeah. And I couldn't, and my brain couldn't process the hologram. Yeah. It just, it really, really, really broke my brain. Yeah. And I, 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 it was such a cool experience.
1: Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we were blown away. And so to see this video of this hologram, mm-hmm. it's so lifelike. Um, it, 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 you know, and it, if you know the person well enough, it can truly become them. You know, you, like they can they can emulate that personality, um, yeah. and it's it's weird. It's and, weird.
0: And on top of that, it immediately raised this sort of weird question of should we make holograms? And it's a question we've been asking because, you know, there was the Michael Jackson hologram that performed it, I think, like Coachella. Uh, I oh, think Tupac's been made into a hologram that has performed. K-pop has been using holograms. Um, wow. The thing is, K-pop used holograms of living, either living people or completely fictional humans that they created, right? And so my question is... And the question of a lot of like ethicists, I think that's what they're called, um philosophers is should we be making holograms of dead people?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> it from kind a moral of, standpoint. It feels kind of like a Black Mirror episode.
0: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the one
1: with um uh Bill Weasley in it?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where
1: he, like it's her dead partner mm-hmm. that she then lives with and in it in a way becomes obsessed with, you know, like and it's it, obviously a black mirror takes a very dark take on a lot of things. And yeah, you know, I, I it's hard for me cause I can really see both sides of this. I can see the side Mm. where this could be dangerous and potentially damaging to people's mental health if taken in a certain way. But also, it was a beautiful, like, message from her father that...
0: Written by Kanye West. Written
1: by Kanye West. Very clearly written by Kanye West. Um,
0: (laughs) You married the most, 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 most genius man in the world. And I was like, mmm...
1: Yeah, I was like, okay, you lost me. But you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's just one of those things where... You know, that could be really beautiful for somebody. Yeah. And perhaps if you didn't get to say goodbye to a loved one, it might actually be very beneficial and or therapeutic. But yeah. then again, I am not a psychologist. I really actually don't know.
0: There's interesting ways to use it, right? Like there's a part of me that loves the idea of being able to record a hologram that is played at your own funeral. So that you could appear at your own funeral (laughs) to... Well, no, but like, because, you know, and I think the part of it is going back to Endgame, right? Yeah. The Tony Stark hologram in Endgame is such a beautiful moment. And I think a cathartic moment for the the people who knew him. Yeah. So, like, I think that, like, if I was at a funeral, if I was at my grandmother's funeral, when I think back on that day, Mm -hmm. and my grandmother had, like, appeared in the room to say goodbye... And it was her words. Yeah. And it was like really like...
1: That I think that there's a difference between recording something before you pass away mm-hmm. and having someone else put words into your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Um and, and cheers, Shin. Thank you for that. And we're... You know, because mm-hmm. if I were like... If someone were to record a video message of themselves before mm-hmm. they passed away to be played, I don't really see that any different than hologram. Mm-hmm. I think where the line and the distinction is... Is when it's someone else, almost pretending to be that person.
0: Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean.
1: And if if you know if hologram technology becomes mainstream, which I'm sure eventually it will, mm-hmm. I think this is absolutely something we're gonna see as part of your like insur like your your will package. You get your gravestone or you're cremated or your coffin or whatever, and you get like to record a little like hologram message.
0: Um, well, because I think about I think about people who keep. Um, their, like, voicemails from someone who passed on just to keep hearing their voice. Yeah. And I think that, like, the idea that you could have this thing that you could play Mm -hmm. when you needed it... Yeah. ...would be so beautiful. Even if it was just, like, desk size. And you just press a button on it and you hear that message from your deceased loved one. Yeah. I don't know. I really... I I think that that's gorgeous. I also think that creating holograms of performers where it's their own voice, Mm -hmm. you're creating a hologram of a performance... I really love. I love the idea that the people in future generations could see the beautiful perf- performances of today. Mhm. It's really when someone else puts words in the mouth of the deceased that yeah. I think I'm not okay with it.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that that's the line and that's the one that like that 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 that's where it gets a bit weird to me where it either becomes sentient like mm-hmm. like Black Mirror, you know, it Takes your like social media presence and turns it into a human that it believes you are. Um, it,
0: but how is that different than us uploading our consciousnesses to uh, technology and living on as code?
1: I find that also very weird.
0: yeah.
1: Like hmm. like that that's that's the line for me. I think that if you're if you're done, you're done. And it's okay. No, I just I just don't. <laughs> don't know it's such if a you're weird, done
0: you're done
1: it's such a weird why movie. did i
0: just become harvey <laughs> firestein
1: i can't like i can't even
0: like, hair those are higher but tracy you're timeless to me <laughs> oh
1: my god uh yeah i just i don't know there's something about somebody else pretending to be you or like an ai pretending to be you that like i just i get it no can, i get it
0: I think that we're going to be in the minority of that, though. I think that this, I think that hologram technology is going to be really hard to regulate, and so people are just going to do it. Yeah. And we're going to see more of this. We're going to see like it's going to slowly get. Um, she sings to Wilbur, Come on, David Cappy. I know. I was just doing. That.
1: David likes to replay, like not get lyrics correct.
0: I like to paraphrase. Yeah. I like to make it my own. Okay. Oh, I like okay. to put my artistry into it. <laughs> Thank oh, you oh, for my that. God, for the empire gonna...
1: now. This is bad.
0: At that point, you're dating an algorithm. That's funny, Miller. Yeah. Um, but aren't we all algorithms at the end of the day? Because yeah. aren't our brains just sending electrical signals back and forth across, like, an algorithm? Like, truly. I mean... There's There are people out there who are like, no, there's a soul. And I'm like, okay.
1: I, d- I don't know. I don't have an answer <laughs> Dig
0: on. Getting us drunk.
1: Um... Yeah, the, so Rebel, that was the episode that I was talking about with um, the guy who plays Bill Weasley, um, where, where it it, it it at that point, it does not seem healthy, because this mm-hmm. AI takes on, like, it literally, like, it looks like him. Oh, cheers. Thank you, Kathy Archer. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. But,
0: you know, the, and the, the interesting thing about that episode is that the moral at the end of the episode is that she has to give up that to move on. Yeah. And so I, I do think it's interesting that like we might see this world where people become so hung up on their own holograms and um you know to 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 talk about something that's sort of indelicate we're seeing that problem in Japan at the moment right like the um the Japanese government is having these um it's a it's a complicated social issue in Japan that people aren't having enough children for their right. economy to keep going right and there is an element of it where there is a um uh fetishization of animated characters Mm -hmm. that is prevalent within the society Mm -hmm. that becomes difficult to um it becomes difficult for certain people to have relationships with real people and i think we're seeing it in the states as well now i think we're seeing like online cartoons become a a a particular sexual fascination for certain people yeah and those people then don't have the same kind of relationship with real human bodies yeah. that they do with their fascination with animated ones. Yeah. And it becomes a really interesting difficulty um, for these governments who are like, we need you to have kids. And people are like, no. And more and more people are doing that. You and I don't want to have kids. You know what I mean? And we're very open about that. There's no... Yeah. there's, we're, You know, we're not ashamed of it. We don't, we don't think anything of it. We just don't... That's not the, how we want our life to go.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. so it is interesting... Um, it is interesting, like, the idea of a hologram, like, takes that to the next level. The, the um, VR porn, you know what I mean? Being immersed yeah. in pornography in that way, it takes it to a next level. And we already have this, you know, debate over the existence of and the prevalence of porn addiction in our society. Yeah, And 100%. how how will holograms and VR, um, you know, in, influence that, especially as VR technology and hologram technology gets cheaper and cheaper and constantly gets cheaper and better and better as well yeah more immersive and more realistic and more you know because there's (laughs) there's potential where we have a future right where like you could log into your vr headset and be in a the and and be talking with a fictional animated character Mm -hmm. but who is built upon an algorithm that um it feels like an interaction. Yeah. Where, like, it is a computer... Because, look, at Siri. Like, Siri can kind of talk to you. You know, you go, Siri, tell me a joke. Did my phone just turn on? Um, (laughs) And she tells you a joke. She understands that. And so, as that algorithm gets more complicated, we could have people who maybe are not as... who maybe don't have the best connection with reality... Yeah. ...who are even pushed further and further into this rabbit hole... Yeah. Yeah, of the Bard says, like, the movie Her, but with an animated model. Exactly. I think Her was a really great example because it showed this person falling in love with just the voice. And we already know that we have, like, I can pull up, if I put on my headset right now and I go on the internet, I can pull up stuff that five years ago didn't exist. As far as, like, uh, uh, virtual pornography. like it oh, just,
1: oh, I see what you mean. It mm-hmm. is a
0: prevalent, very... you know it's a it's a world out there that people are very into yeah um and i just think that like as the algorithms for conversation get more complicated i could see people you know paying a lot of money to spend time with an animated model in virtual reality yeah in a way that I, i i i i don't want to say is unhealthy because i don't want to judge other people's experiences but for certain people would be an unhealthy experience because they wouldn't have the social ability to not under, you know what I mean? Like I think that there, there are certain people who would become addicted to that kind of experience. Yeah. Um, because it's safe because it can't hurt you because it's not, you know, real social interaction is dangerous because people, people suck and people will hurt you Mm -hmm. and people, you know, real relationships are dangerous because there, you're, there's a risk. Yeah. There's a risk of loss when yep. you open up to someone. Yep. When you get married to someone, you know what I mean? Like, we're married, and, yeah. and I love being married to you. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. I love you. Our, our life is so wonderful. Yeah. And yet, there is an element of risk in our relationship because one of us could not be feeling the same way that you feel. Yep. One of us could be lying. One of us could be deceitful. Like, there, there is that like that other person. You don't know everything about them. Yeah. An animated model wouldn't have any of that. You know that they're going to love you because they're not real. They are made to love you.
1: Yeah, there's no question in mm-hmm. that. And it's, um, uh, Star Trek, Next Generation had a holodeck addiction. Yeah, uh, um...
0: Mm-hmm. exactly. And... and
1: Bar- or no, I, he wasn't an Ensign, but um, he worked in engineering, I believe.
0: I think that we are going to see... Because, you know, we are talking with, with my brother Brody. My brother Brody bought a VR headset. And he was saying that he put on, he was in VR chat, which is like a virtual bar. Yeah. And he was saying like, I was talking with these guys in Australia in this bar. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it was so cool to have this social interaction. Mm -hmm. And I'm not worried about my brother Brody. My brother Brody is, he's, he's such a social, he's a brilliant social person. Yeah. You know, and he has great friends. He gets people. But there are going to be people for whom, and you know, Ready Player One kind of deals with this world where everyone's online all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we're looking at a future where people get addicted to virtual relationships yep. because they're safe.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing though. There, there is the difference between um, the people in your lives being actual people, just um, across the world and in mm-hmm. virtual reality, as opposed to being algorithms or a computer or an AI that mm-hmm. is programmed to think like a person. Yeah. You know. Um. Like there is like that is such a huge distinction for me because I'm like, hey, you know it's COVID times. I can't go out and see my friend, but like I can understand the appeal really of like, just going to like like going into VR and like mm-hmm. hanging out at a bar. You I'm know, not, like
0: I'm not talking about right now. Yeah, I think that I'm 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 more worried about. Oh, thank you for leading the raid, Fantaxia. We will definitely raid Smokey to Mike at the end of the show if he's still on.
1: We are still streaming after the show.
0: Yeah, but he, he does seven or eight hours. Does he? Sometimes. Okay. Um, We'll see. You know. Okay. Um,
1: Hopefully he's still on Fanta. We will yeah. we'll do our best.
0: Um, the I'm saying, like, as the technology gets better. Yeah. Because um, right now, because Miller says, like, dating in VR chat is different than dating an artificial partner, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Right now you can't date an artificial partner. Yeah, I'm yeah. more talking about when you can yeah i'm ooh. ooh, 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 ooh. what the yeah. led light fell behind the cushion and it's heating up sorry oh no worries. um i just wanted to light on fire um i'm talking about in the future when you can date a virtual person mm-hmm. and what you know i i think that we have to start having the conversations about that now yes or else we will we need to get ahead not of it prepared yet.
1: yeah 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 because technology is already advancing so quickly excuse me thank you Dagon. Um, uh, Matt, just so you know, we are making our announcement right at the end of the show at 11.10, 11.15, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to jump into the newlywed game for probably like two or three hours.
0: No, we're just going to, we're we're going to go into just chatting and we're just going to have a, we're going to have a chill, we're going to just drink on stream and play games.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun.
0: And like joke.
1: Um, yeah, I didn't expect to have so serious of a conversation, but it's, I think it's really uh, an important one to have because like you said, we need to get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that we really need to, um, talk about it before it becomes, b- before it really becomes a mainstream thing.
0: Well, I think it's funny that this, like, serious conversation about the future of technology is coming from a story about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, uh, Kanye West's birthday gift to Kim Kardashian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it is interesting that rich people have access to the things that we can't even dream of, in a way. Yeah. And so, um... <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, if I wanted to get a hologram, I, like, would be in debt for a hundred years. Probably. Like, it's That's probably- generous.
0: I love that you think that in a hundred years you could make what it would cost to buy a hologram.
1: Hey, I, I'm talented.
0: You are talented. Those spicy photos on the Patreon, you know. We just need to take a few more of those and we'll be good to go. <laughs> um, to a degree, is it really bad? The world kind of has enough people. Um, here's the problem with that, Miller. Okay, so... <laughs> this is, and now, now we're getting now into we're economic getting into it. theory. The problem with... Um, slowing birth rates is that the economies of the world right now are based upon growth.
1: And the number of people we already have.
0: So you need, so you need the population to grow in order to maintain the economy. And so when Japan, so when Japan's government is saying like, Hey, based on our birth figures, our population is not going to be able to keep up with our economy at Mm -hmm. this point in history. You get to, they are looking like 25 years down the line who is going to be working jobs and Mm -hmm. how are these things going to be maintained obviously there's a part of these stories that are a little nebulous because so many jobs are becoming automated that we might be at a place in the next 10-15 years where we actually don't have jobs for people to do yeah and so it's really it's it's really it's 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 difficult balance um and you know, I, I, Mick Kinley, my brother, says uh, the economy, is the economy more important than keeping our environment and ecosystem stable? And I, he- I hear what you're saying. I'm not saying that this is my point of view. I'm saying, like, the point of view of the Japanese government in relation to its economy is this. I personally think that, like, we should start having fewer kids because jobs are going to be automated. Like, we just need, we need fewer people on the planet, just across the board, Right? yeah but our governments can't look at it that way because the government can't assume that people are going to be willing to have fewer children and the government can't assume that technology is going to change the government can't assume those things or else they fall behind and then they lose their status as a world power and so like their perspective is we have to maintain the status quo right now yeah it all comes kind of goes back. There, there was a study done. I I can't remember who was by. I'm so sorry. Um, and they they kind of figured out that human beings conceptually can't really see further than seven years into the future, and that all economic policy, all political policy, everything that we do seems to hit a wall at seven years from now. And it's why there's a lot of people who really struggle with climate change theories. Um, that I would say are close to fact, but because of scientific theory, we still call them theories mm-hmm. because we're responsible scientists. Yeah. I'd say that as if I'm a scientist. Um, we, 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 ha- we have this wall in our brains seven years in the future, and we have a hard time coming up with policy that will break through that and change things past that point. Yeah. And so we end up in these loops as societies where we just keep building and building and building until until collapse is eight years away and we could fix it eight years out but we can't fix it seven years out and so we always realize society is about to collapse a year too late. You know what I mean it's always it happened with the Roman Empire it happened with the Ottomans like it's just this cycle of um, society has been going on for the entirety of human life and. Um, the western civilization that we have right now is the longest running civilization yet this is the longest we've been able to keep one of these things stable Mm
1: -hmm.
0: there's a good chance that we're not going to be able to keep it stable forever there's a good chance that this is going to fall apart and we're going to have to try something new
1: yep 100%
0: but we're just here for now and so the governments have to behave based on that they can't be like "All right, we're going to drastically change the entire world overnight because you have to get people to believe in that
1: yeah yeah. Um. It, it. It's tough because. Um, I don't know. It's it's. It's a difficult thing to think about because obviously I am with Mac and Miller on the sake of like, the planet needs less humans on it right now, <laughs> like t- truly. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, there is that other side. Like our society, our economy, our like so much of what. We are, as humanity is built on this idea of growth. Mm-hmm. So how the hell is that going to continue on? You can't
0: have uh, you can't have um, endless growth. Yeah, it has, there, there's a limit.
1: There has to be a limit, and and the limit
0: is when the zombies come.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why so, we have a
0: bow and arrow and a sword.
1: Yeah, yeah. So if you want to be part of our zombie apocalypse apocalypse team, um, just tweet at us at Nerdy Nightly, um, and uh, you know we'll we'll reserve you a spot. Um, we'll start stocking up now because who knows?
0: I've always wanted. I've always wanted a zombie apocalypse show where the characters start in like the southern United States and they drive north, and it's hell. It's just awful, and then they get to Canada, and everything's like fine. Weirdly, yeah. And they're like, how? What? What? How is everything fine here? And it's because the zombies just are get They just freeze to death in winter every year. Yeah,
1: yeah. That would be amazing. All right, y'all.
0: Um, before we get out of here, we promised Dagon that we would um we're going to watch the trailer for the new game uh uh vampire battle royale i think it's called Ooh,
1: and then we have our announcement and then
0: we have our announcement so let's watch this trailer let's talk about it and then we're going to make an announcement we're going to get out of here and by get out of here i mean we're going to play the newlywed game let's um (laughs) where is the there it is boom (laughs) are you ready kids hi Hi, hi, Captain. captain Ooh. Is she not is she wearing a leather jacket that's taped to her boobs as her costume? <laughs> I don't think she has a shirt on. I think she has a leather jacket that does not move from her boobs. No, she has like a okay, she's got something underneath that.
1: It's like she's, she's got she's like just, a bra Yeah, yeah, she's got a little bralette.
0: That's the whole thing? That's it? Okay, let's watch that again, because I was so focused on
1: her, her costume
0: <laughs> well no I just I, I thought I was like really your costume is literally like a leather jacket but it doesn't move it just is like is it yeah, like, you're like I
1: call bullshit
0: alright let's do that again let's do that again sorry y'all zoom in on the face it's nice she's got, she's got Pennywise eyes good look Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. So, Clarus, you don't know what this is. No. Because you've never seen an Underworld movie. No. But for those of us who have seen Underworld movies, they ripped off Underworld hard core. That is Selena. That is Selena from Underworld.
1: Can I cosplay it? That's basically how I. You is. could
0: you could cosplay Selena from Underworld. You are pale enough. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, Underworld is a, is a movie franchise that is like vampires and werewolves. Um, I know
1: what it is, but I've yeah. never seen it.
0: But there's a lot of guns. So it's like vampires gotcha. with guns, um, and then there's lichens, and then there's a, there's a hybrid named Michael. Um, Michael.
1: Michael. Fanta,
0: you love Underworld? God, I knew that you were my daughter. That is, a, <laughs> that is my child there. Um,
1: you are never going to let that go.
0: I'm No, never. We're gonna be like old, old streamers. We're gonna be like seventy-five still on. We're gonna be the last people on Twitch, and I'm still gonna be calling the Fanta my daughter. on Twitch. <laughs> I want to make a movie now called "The Last People on Twitch." <laughs> if Kate Beckinsale can step on me, and I would thank her for it.
1: Wow. Okay. I see how. All it right,
0: works. Fanta.
1: I mean, that's how I feel about Amelia Clark, so I understand.
0: Um. <laughs> Why? Why do you both want other women to step on you? I'm very confused.
1: No, just no.
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm. I don't know, babe. I'm just like, what, what's happening? <laughs> Dagon's adding that as a quote on Fatality's channel. Please do.
1: Yes, it. do it. That is a great quote. Okay. All right, is it time? Thank you, Dagon.
0: Th- thank you, Dagon. Is it time?
1: Guys, y'all want to hear our big announcement?
0: Do y'all want to hear the announcement? <laughs> Dagon, you already know what it is. Why are you excited?
1: Yeah, patrons. Patrons got um. Patrons got to know about it early, but still, it's very exciting. All
0: right, will you type it in the chat? All right. I have back Please don't step on me. <laughs> we got merch,
1: guys. We uh, we, we 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 finally got merch.
0: Yeah, we don't have it here.
1: We don't have because it's, no, um,
0: it's not um not here. Yet. I should it's have pulled up 20. the Redbubble site and like shown it in the. That would have been nice.
1: Yeah. That, why don't you do that now?
0: Because I have to go.
1: no 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 no, it's fine
0: no i can't i literally have to go type guys we
1: have merch we ordered a few things well we each ordered like shirts and they um they're on their way um but we've been kind of excuse me um excuse me we've been kind of working on this for a while um and we, we we put in a lot sorry excuse me uh we put in a lot of research um i have heard a lot of good things about redbubble which is why we decided to go through them and I think you guys are really going to like it. We've got nightly, uh, nightly morning show stuff. Excuse me. We have uh, nerdy nightly merch. And then we also have Clark Stricaris merch. And we're looking on getting a few other things on there too. You know, with like nerdy phrases and stuff like that. Um,
0: yeah, we did it. Look at this, y'all. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Boom. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We got... Yeah, we got merch. Let's make some of this bigger. We got...
1: So, it, here's the thing. It, the Red... logo.
0: Look at it. Look at it. That's, our, that's ours. Excuse me. That's the Nerdy Nightly babies. Let's go... Um...
1: <laughs> yeah, so the, weird, the thing about Redbubble is it doesn't, like, show everything right away. You have to, like, click on the kind of logo that you want, and then you kind of scroll down, and it shows you what else it comes with um or you
0: can if you click here you can view the design on 39 products that's right you can get the Claris logo on literally anything you want like, you want a phone much. case you can have a phone case you want a pillow you can have a pillow you have you want a button <laughs>
1: you, you can have that. you one. want
0: a notebook you want to write in a claris your notebook what
1: yeah so the store is a bit a bit odd in the sense that you have to click on one of the four options there and then go under and see what other merch is available for that logo it's an odd way to do it but i've heard that the reviews are good um for the quality of the products and so yeah
0: the nightly morning show is up y'all so if you go down if you go down this is the thing i i can't wait for the most uh if we go to all products
1: <laughs> they do have shower curtains.
0: We do. I saw we've that. We thought of, we've thought about getting a shower curtain. If I'm being completely honest, we
1: have. I saw that and I was like, oh my god, I have to like like I gotta. Honestly, um, Miller, I'm not a hundred percent sure where like what all the places they um they
0: ship to. And there's um, the mug, y'all. You guys, they are on. We have two on the way for us. Yeah. Um, but we do. Unfortunately, that we can't get the handle to be black. We don't know why.
1: Yeah, it's a just a white ceramic mug, but you can have it on a black background.
0: But we will um, have, and there's also a coffee cup if you want that instead.
1: Yeah, there's like a like a different version.
0: Um, but yeah, that is the nightly morning show mug. We they
1: have masks. We
0: do. Yes, we've got masks in all of our logos. Um, here's the thing. Um, we know we know Redbubble is a little bit more expensive than other um merch things we went with redbubble because the quality of their products is very high and we didn't want anyone to ever buy anything uh this is covering your face too much we didn't want anyone to buy anything from our merch store that they wouldn't like so um the quality yeah. we've been told is really excellent
1: yeah we've heard good things
0: and so uh we hope that you guys enjoy this we're, we're so grateful to everyone who is supported in any way and there's no please yeah. like there's no pressure to support no. financially this is we make free content we make Twitch content, YouTube content, yeah. podcasts. Every we don't put anything out that costs anything except for the stuff that's behind our Patreon paywall.
1: Yeah, um, which is you know that's that that is a small fraction of what we do.
0: But the um, the, the, the the thrust of our company, and I <laughs> thrust. Uh, I've been drinking. Um, is God is is free content that we, we just want to entertain people. And yeah. so if you want to support us uh, through the merch or through the Patreon we would love that it means the world to us Jeez. but we don't we don't ask for that uh, we just ask that you show up and be kind to each other because yeah. really at the end of the day Nerdy Nightly is about creating a space where we love the stuff that we love and we love it the way that we want to love it and we love it together <laughs> and that's all
1: Jeez.
0: the Archmages of Alabaster
1: it's it, it's coming Ham and Taters so. mm-hmm. oh we got another one. Oh my god okay ah Jesus um, yeah, ham we are looking at getting a few t-shirts or a few pieces of merch made with, like, sayings on them, um, but I don't think there's a, oh, wow, wow, you're making a drink. Um, right now we don't have a way to put just, um, lettering on, so we're going to actually, like, try and commission someone to design, um, design, like, certain sayings, oh my gosh.
0: Cheers and cheers, Phoenix and McKinley. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's it. That's the big announcement. We have merch now. And there's going to be more. Um, we so bubbly. We really want a shirt that says, uh, I Get Nerdy Nightly. Yeah. We really want a shirt that says, Do Something Nerdy Tonight. We want to the Archimages of Alabaster. Yeah. Um, guild, seal, whatever that's going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, we we've got a lot of ideas. This is the preliminary merch store, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like I said, we're look we're we're looking to find someone to design like the text mm-hmm. in a design. You know, we've been we've been looking at like um, doing like some palm fronds.
0: Oh, I want a I want a palm fronds shirt um, that said, that's like two palm fronds playing cards, and underneath it says "Let's be palm fronds," and they're super cute. So I want <laughs> like TV. I, I don't know how that's gonna work yet, but. Professional he, mad lad. No, that's his merch. If that Scanny's gonna have to put his own merch for that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's our. We're gonna we're gonna stop the podcast here. I think. Um. And we're yeah. gonna keep streaming. We're gonna play the newlywed game. It's gonna be a long stream. Mm-hmm. Uh. So this is gonna be very fun. Thank you for that much farm. Oh McKinney God, for I the <laughs>
1: don't drink anymore.
0: He got to babe. We have two more hours of this. <laughs> <laughs> you made it so bubbly. Um, but if you are listening to this on audio or on YouTube, thank you so much for sticking through to the end of the morning show.
1: Guys, please don't do
0: this. Uh, if you'd like to follow us across the internet, I'm at Nerdy Nightly.
1: I'm at Clark uh,
0: None of us are streaming later today. We're going to be doing the Newlywed Game, and then we're going to take the rest of the day off. But we will be back with the morning show tomorrow, ten a.m. Eastern, to talk some nerdy news and everything along if with it. We're
1: not it. too hungover. If
0: we're not, hung- we won't be hungover. We're going to sober up by like dinner time. Yep. <laughs> Um, but I will, uh, Clarice will be streaming tomorrow. It's a big stream tomorrow because Clarice is going to be modding Skyrim. I'm going to be
1: modding Skyrim. So if you guys know how to mod Skyrim, please come and help me because I really don't know what I'm doing. I tried modding Skyrim once and it was a disaster. I <laughs> cried a lot.
0: So if you'd like to watch our mod Skyrim on stream, do that. Uh, yeah. Also Wednesday night, uh, I'm going to be starting a playthrough of Diablo 2 with my good friend Tommy Tsunami. We're going to be doing a team stream uh across his stream and mine so i That's hope two more two more okay um and y'all just so you know i'm actually going to be changing my streaming times um so i'm going to be streaming mostly nights from now on uh most of my streams will start at 5 p.m for the next couple of weeks uh mm-hmm. just so that you know yeah um and uh yeah uh i'm not trying to of the diablo 2 mods uh mac but for this one because we're using Battle Net, we, we're not going to be modding.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, I don't want to, like, fuck with it. Um, you need to download some big ones in advance. Well, Miller, if, if you would like to to send me a message about what ones I should be, like, advanced downloading, uh, I, I would really appreciate that. I, I truly don't know what I'm doing. I tried using MO2. It was a disaster. I cried. It was not fun. And so I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Tomorrow's going to be hilarious. So tune in for that. Uh, and for those of you on YouTube and the podcast feed, this is where we say goodnight. Yes. So.
1: Thank you for hanging out with us for another episode of the Nightly Morning Show.
0: My name is David Webb.
1: I'm Arielle Edwards.
0: Do something nerdy tonight. Bye Bye bye.